the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I identify myself as a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible, I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. I should have learned my lesson. I should have learned my lesson. I should never, ever, ever check Twitter or Facebook just before I go on the air because so often it just destroys my plans for what I was going to talk about. Hey, welcome to Bobberty Live. It is a Monday edition. Thank you for joining me. My telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. We're going to get into this thing of gun control in a minute because, as I told you two weeks ago, We're going to hear so many people, liberals, conservatives, Republicans, Democrats, um, talking heads on TV, we have to do something. Well, what are we going to do? Well, we don't know, but we got to do something. And uh, it's gotten to be, at our house, when Joy and I watch the news, it's gotten to be a real joke. Because over and over and over again, you hear, well, we've got to do something. Well, they did something. And I'll get to that in a moment. But just seconds before uh, Jeff turned my microphone on, I uh, hit refresh on Twitter, and I see this. Watch your pearls, ladies. The fellas are coming for them. This is a CNN story. Headline, men are wearing pearl jewelry, necklaces, bracelets, rings, earrings, and infusing a bolder, tougher flair to the classic feminine elegance of the gym. 
And, of course, CNN thinks this is great. Men are now wearing pearls. Isn't this great? The feminization of the American male is going at light speed. I mean, we're seeing it everywhere. The feminization of the American male. And why is this so important to the agenda of the left? Because it's the breakdown of our culture, our society. If men can be completely feminized so that they have no character, they have no masculinity, they have no leadership ability, our culture, our society as we know it, is gone. Uh, uh, No, I'm not going to go there. Uh, Something I wanted to say on the air for such a long time, uh, not today. But anyway, I just saw that CNN big story on Twitter. This is great. Men are beginning to wear pearls. This is so wonderful. Makes me want to puke. All right. Well, they've done something. Yes, they've done something. Who are they? The uh, politicians, Democrats and Republicans alike. Because so often, folks, listen, I lean far more in a Republican direction than I do Democrat. The uh, Democrats have become the anti-God, anti-American party. They have. Look at their platform. Look what they stand for. They have become the anti-God, anti-American party. If the Republicans would actually believe what they say they believe, if they would actually stand on the platform that they have passed, well, I could be much more excited about Republicans than the Republican Party. But as is the case for Republicans and Democrats both, it is often, I got to get reelected. I've got to get reelected. And there's, there's, there's often a very pragmatic approach there. Now, I know I'm compromising. I I know I'm doing things that I really shouldn't do. And I know I'm doing things that I promised my constituents I wouldn't do. But I'm better than the other guys. And I really want to do some good stuff. But I can't do good stuff unless I get reelected. And I can't get reelected unless I compromise a little here, a little there. I don't want to, but I have to. Because in order for me to do the really good stuff, I got to get reelected, and in order to get reelected, well, yeah, I got to turn the other side. Anyway, I think that's what's happening here because this is bipartisan, and uh, the Republicans and Democrats who have uh, agreed on this new gun control legislation can now say to their constituents, "We did something." Well, will it really help? Well, we don't know. Is there anything in it that really has teeth? Um, Not really. Do you really believe that this is going to reduce or even stop gun violence? Eh, Probably not. But at least we did something. You cannot accuse us of doing nothing because we did something. Well, here is the something. 
Headline, bipartisan group of senators reach agreement on new gun control legislation. Uh, Then it goes on. Uh, Actually, there is some stuff that I wouldn't oppose in this because it really doesn't do anything. It really doesn't accomplish anything. Uh, And then you've got, you have some areas that are really difficult. And that is the red flag laws. Now, this is tough, folks. This is not cut and dry. This is not black and white. This is not just pure Second Amendment. Red flag laws simply say people who have been proven to have serious mental health issues, people who have a history of violence, should not be allowed to have guns. Well, in principle, I agree with that. I've said it before. Not everybody should have a gun. Convicted felons can never have a gun again. People who truly have been proven to be violent and mentally unstable, who in their right mind would want to put a gun in their hand, whether it's a pistol, an AK-47, or whatever. But the problem is the slippery slope. Who determines whether someone is really violent? Who's given the power? Who's given the authority to make that decision? Can it be a family member? Can it be a police officer? Does it have to be a psychologist or a psychiatrist? Can it be a counselor? Can it be? And here lies the problem. And I I don't pretend to have the answer on it. I think the red flag laws are on one side important, but on the other side, it really is a slippery slope. Someone just doesn't like you, and so you report it to the police, hey, he's violent, she's violent, whatever, they shouldn't have a gun, and uh, the police say, okay, you can't have a gun, and then your Second Amendment rights are violated. So anyway, uh, this looks like it will pass. It's going to pass the Senate. It's going to pass the House. Uh, President Biden has said, well, an obvious quote, it does not do everything that I think is needed, but it reflects important steps in the right direction, and I will sign it. So in other words, President Biden says, well, it's not enough, but it's something. So... uh, Politicians on both sides of the aisle will be able to report back their constituents. You told us to do something, and we did something. Until we have the next mass shooting, and then people are going to go, you didn't do enough, now it's time to do something more or something else. It's a very complicated subject. And ultimately, again, you and I know... The ultimate problem is not in the gun. It's the person holding the gun. And therein lies the very difficult problem. How do we keep guns out of the hands of those who honestly should not have one? That's a problem.
Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Well, the federal government came after Home Depot. Why? Well, because uh, employees of Home Depot at different locations across the country wanted to wear Black Lives Matter imagery on their aprons. Have you ever been to Home Depot? You know everybody wears an apron. They wanted to wear badges and other things that said Black Lives Matter. And uh, the Home Depot said, eh, no, no, that's political, and uh, we don't allow political things. You can't, uh, you can't wear a I love Joe Biden. You can't wear an I hate Joe Biden. You can't wear a I love Donald Trump. I hate Donald Trump. Those are political. Uh, we are neutral here, and no, Black Lives Matter is political. Well, employees took it to the... U.S. National Labor Relations Board, and they sued Home Depot, the general counsel for the U.S. National Labor Relations Board, sued Home Depot, said that uh, Home Depot was violating federal law by preventing staff from wearing Black Lives Matter imagery. Well, An administrative law judge by the name of Paul Bogas, B-O-G-A-S, disagreed with the U.S. National Labor Relations Board and said, uh, no, Uh, Home Depot has every right to prohibit their employees from wearing political attire, political slogans, and so forth. The uh, judge wrote in part... The Black Lives Matter labels did not possess an objective and sufficiently direct relationship to terms and conditions of employment. He added the Black Lives Matter message originated and is primarily used to address the unjustified killings of black individuals by law enforcement and vigilantes. Uh, To the extent the message is being used for reasons beyond that, it operates as a political umbrella for societal concerns and relates to the workplace only in the sense that workplaces are a part of society. So uh, Home Depot has been upheld in that. Uh, Will it be appealed? Yeah, probably, but for now... You are safe to go into Home Depot and not be confronted with Black Lives Matter. All right. Uh, As you know, last week, the first prime time January 6th hearing was held. What was it? I think it was last Thursday. (laughs) Pardon me. Uh, Last Thursday night. And by the way, uh, last Friday, I said, I didn't watch it. Um, I knew what was going to be presented. I knew it would be biased. And uh, so I decided to read the uh, uh, the reviews, read the text of what was said, and so on and so forth, which is what I did. Well, at least one of my listeners was not happy with me about that. Said I should have watched it. Well, anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh, how many people did watch? Well, not many. Uh, And as you know, it was broadcast on all 
of the major networks, broadcast, and cable, all of them, and the ratings were dismal. The uh, ratings were about one-half, yeah, about one-half of what the network news, ABC, NBC, CBS, their um, uh, evening news, which, by the way, their ratings are dismal right now. Uh, Not many people trust network news. But even as bad as the ratings are for the evening news, the uh, ratings for the January 6th hearing, about half. In other words, they were dismal. Not many people watched. In fact, only 16% of Americans now say that they're watching the January 6th hearings. For most people, uh, they already have their opinion, and uh, they want to move on. And they're not really interested in uh, what the... uh, what the commission uncovers and so forth. And by the way, there were no surprises whatsoever um, in the public hearing on Thursday night, even though they hired an entertainment producer. uh, From what I can gather, it was about as boring as watching paint dry and nothing explosive. And the ratings reflected. Uh... Will the networks pull the plug the next hearing? No. No, because the ratings really don't matter. It's a political agenda. All right. We'll be back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.